Welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast. All topics talked about on this podcast are solely of our opinion and for entertainment purposes. My name is Patrick. Hi, I'm Adam. And how How geeky geeky do you you want want us to get? get? Welcome to the next episode with Airgun Geeks where we're going to talk about what shooting platform do you use? Adam, how are you doing? I'm great, and I've got exciting news. Exciting news? Exciting. We've hit a 1,000 downloads. What? Yep. What? Oh, thank you, guys. A 1,000 downloads? A 1,000 downloads. We've been doing this how long? 10 weeks. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yep. Wow. In 242 different cities. What? 242 different cities? Boy, there people want to listen to us. Wow, mm-hmm. that's an exciting thing. And how many countries do you think we're being listened to? Two hundred forty-two cities. I'm just doing the math across this. Sorry, I'm doing a little discreet math. Uh, like what? Seventeen. You looked at the numbers. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Seventeen countries. So what? What are like some? Where like where? Where are we well, at? So we've got United States, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh Some United Kingdoms, New Zealand, Norway. Canada, Mexico, but we've got India, Chile, the Netherlands, Portugal, Germany. Like, we're all over the place. How about South Africa? Because you know I'm a Dubber fan. Uh, Yes, we are in South Africa. I wonder if it's... Hey, man, if you're listening, we really like you. (laughs) Keep up the good work. And And Air Hunters. So you got Gerard and... uh, Gerard and Rolf. Don't forget Gerard and Rolf. Oh, yeah, most definitely. The trio. The trio. That's crazy. Yes, it is. It's and it's kind of mind blowing, honestly. Like looking at the numbers this morning, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. We broke a thousand. Like, how? When? What? How? Holy crap! That's a lot of downloads. That's pretty cool. That sure. is cool. That's exciting. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Take a time out of your day to you know let us bend your ear a little bit. This goofiness we talk about. Um, wow. I'm trying to get past that one. Breathe. Have some water. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. My head's getting big, as wife would say. You still have to get through my doorway. <sighs> we have windows. So with with all of wow. So what? So what? What else is going on with you? Besides that, nothing. I've I was working on my FX. Had a little frustration moment, but I was able to work through that. Uh, so one of you, those. Did you FX it? I did. You FXed it up. I did. Oh God. I did. So had to work backwards. You know, this is why you take really good notes so you don't um, don't go out of tune and then struggle to get back into tune. Well, I just use auto-tune, so I'm good. That's a different software. <laughs> wow. So, th- but that's a, that's a hell of a sacrifice that you did for our listeners so that you could jack it up and nerd out on it and get real geeky with it. A little frustration. I saw that last time. But what's the end result? Uh, the end result is I have a gun right now that I'm shooting slugs out of out to 150 yards and hitting a one and a half inch steel plate every single time, which I say every single time. I've only shot nine shots at it because my magazine ran out and I needed air. But it took some time. There was some polishing, going back through, redoing my pressure, Taking the gun apart, messing with my hammer spring weight, 
But so if you get it to the point where you are happy with it, this is just a really long winded say winded way of saying just leave it alone. Stick there. If it's doing what you want it to, don't play with it. Yeah. But now I'm shooting a 25 grain slug at 975 feet per second with a dual transfer port, and it's going amazingly well. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, who's dual transfer port you using? 910 air gun and tuning. Oh, which Ernest Rowe. Yeah, and 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 Newman from FX. He's part of that too. Okay. Yeah, he's he's not, you know product and development and whatnot. Two very good people. Wow. Well, now you make me want to mess with my impact, but I'm gonna have to get another barrel. I don't want to mess with what I have because it works. <laughs> so. Wait, why didn't you tell me that before I messed with mine? <laughs> well, how would I know if it was a pain in the butt or not if someone didn't do it that I trusted? Oh. But no, so. um, I, I, it took me a little bit of work, and I did definitely had to polish the dual transfer port, which I'm not. That's, it could have been the way I installed it. I don't know if I did something wrong there, but I was definitely getting uh, some gouging on the side of the slug. So once I polished it, that cleaned it up. Mess with my reg pressure, mess with my hammer pressure or hammer weight, and I've been good since. Cool. Well, that's the end result. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's all part of uh, a tinkering process yeah. and playing with it. And I'm gonna lock tight everything down and never look at it again. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so, uh, how's how's things at work? Um, busy. It was actually really good to talk to Elise and John last week. Yeah, it definitely gave me insight. Like being in the sales side of it, some of it I just never really. Like I said I was. Again, in our episode last week, I didn't realize I'd actually taken on a little bit of a myopic look to it. So getting to hear their side of it and their frustration. I mean, it's not that the customers are bad. It's customers are great. It's we're so busy we can't keep up. And it's frustrating for us because we love you guys and we want to help you. Yeah. And and at the end of the day for the sales department, you know, we want to get that air gun in your hands because it is our job to sell. And... Where we work, well, and educate. Don't and, forget, and educate. and educate. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, but our, but but you want to get it out the door, yes. you know. And we're in the same boat as as you guys, you know. From from a, a business aspect, as a salesman, we don't make any money till it gets out the door. So we are totally fighting for you to make sure you get what you want, what you need, and and get it to you as fast as possible. Now that variable is shipping. That's a whole other. That's a podcast in itself, but, but yeah, I mean well, we're we're well, doing our best. Even as a consumer, like I have a gun on order that I've been waiting for six months now. Like I ordered at the beginning of September and it still hasn't come in, and I have no idea when it's coming in. That that gets frustrating after a while. I completely understand people's frustration right now. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, <laughs> I ordered mine because he's not good for me. Uh, three months after Adam ordered his uh, special order. Uh, which we'll talk about when we get that. We'll make a full podcast of the uh, the new tools, the new toys. We'll we're going to geek out on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a whole bunch of hurry up and wait with everything. Um, so patience is a virtue. Times are really different, and at times it it is what it is, and we can't do anything about it. So, all right. So to get on the main topic, what shooting platform? Or platforms do you use? So let's start with, since we're FX guys right now, that new monopod that came out by Saber Tactical. Oh, the how does how does that work? You're talking about the rear rest monopod. 
Yeah, the rear rest one. What all What all do you have to have in order to use that type of system? So in the Sabre Tactical one in particular, you actually have to have a Sabre Tactical rear butt, pad, uh, butt plate or butt pad. And what that does is it'll screw onto the side of your, uh, your butt pad and it'll let you adjust and fix your height on the rear. Now, the point of having a rear monopod is to take some of your mental fatigue or your physical fatigue from holding the rear of the butt pad against your body. So that actually just helps support some of the weight. Um, and the whole point of that is, is just more stability, more contact points, more hard contact points. Uh, if you remember Philip's conversation, bone on bone, same thing. We're now going, instead of bone on bone, we've got metal on wood, metal on metal. Just a way to control and support the rifle to take some variability, the human element, out of it. Because that's how you shoot far, is by taking variabilities out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that system is specifically for the FX Impact, and I think the Crown? I don't know about the Crown yet, but specifically for the Impact that I know. Okay. I think they were talking about that on uh, one of the channels, possibly, for the Crown, and possibly for other uh, types of rifles and manufacturers which is cool. I think I saw that uh, on one of the YouTube videos. That would be that would be exciting. Well, and there's other monopods out there. So not that in our particular business we don't have them for sale, but there's actually monopods out there that would go on our rear swivel stud. So you can mm-hmm. actually use that to tighten down. Um, I personally have one on one of my long my 1,000-yard rifles because if I'm going out distance and I'm not at a bench, it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. And you got the sticks mm-hmm. that go up and down. There's all sorts of stuff out there, uh, including a branch. <laughs> a branch with a little niche in it, you know, nick in it. Uh, you can put your gun in there. So then the next step would be, we'll say bipods. We'll go with that one next. Yeah. And so what a bipod gets you is it's usually on the front end. I've never seen a bipod on the rear of a gun. Not that, I shouldn't say that. Bench rest shooters in the powder burning world have definitely done that, but we're not going to go into that. Now, on the front side of the gun, what that gives you is a two points of contact. So one point of contact, you have just a plane, which means you can have wobble. Two points of contact, you take some of that wobble out. And again, more stability. Taking out variables, you'll shoot better. Now, not all bipods are created equal. That's why some of them are so cheap and some are expensive. The more, the more robust the bipod, the heavier it is, the more stable it can potentially be. But with weight comes you have to carry it. Usually with weight comes price. So are some bipods worth it and some aren't? Depends on the application. Like on a gun that I plan on carrying, no, I don't want an Atlas bipod. It's just too heavy. No, I don't want an AccuTac. I'm sorry, they're heavy. But a plastic Magpul one on my carry gun is fantastic. It does exactly what I need it to. Do I use the plastic Magpul on my bench rifle? Absolutely not. Now, what do you use, Pat? I think you were actually talking about getting shooting sticks. So, I've looked at different options because with my varmint business, I'm walking all over the place. Um, Most of the time, I'm just leaning up against something or doing an offhand shot. So, do I want to lug that you know, bipod sticks, shooting sticks with me or or whatnot. But a lot of times I just got a little shooting bag. A lot of times if you guys are watching like air hunters, you'll see uh, Gerard drop this little bag down and then put his gun on top of it. 
and go off of it that way. Or he'll take a bipod and he'll just put the bipod legs on whatever he's shooting. So it's I'm still undecided. It every situation is so different. I've even thought of a sling like you would like on a M1 carbine or a Garand to grab a hold of it that way. It just it just depends on the gun I'm carrying, um, the new one that's coming. That'd be a whole new ball of wax in itself. Um, I have the little TDR S410 TDR that I use for birds inside buildings and stuff. That's so light that I just offhanded or lean against something. Um, long range, that starts going in the tripods. Now, tripods, you can have the shooting stick tripods that go up and down um, with that trigger pull. You have, oh, what's that? What's that big one that you see? Oh, the bog pod? The bog pod. That, that just grabs the whole darn thing. Yeah, that, those are nice. That That is nice. Um, and then if you're running, I think it's the Maverick, definitely the Impact, possibly the Crown, they have that Arca rail. So you have an Arca rail mount. Um, you can also get with the Picatinny Weaver mount, uh, depending on what platform you have. So it's it's an endless book on what what you like. It's so how many different? I guess a better question would be is how many different ways are there to attach a bipod or tripod or monopod to the front of my rifle? Oh gosh! So let's see. You have Picatinny Weaver. You have the Air Arms T Rail. Now, there's two types of T-rails. If I remember you telling me, there's five-eighths, and I forget what the other measurement was. Anschutz. It's not another measurement. It's called the Anschutz T-rail. That's what Air Arms, Anschutz, and Uh, CZ use. So, yeah, Harris makes the adapters, and that's a big thing at work. It's like, which one do you got? Okay, then we got to figure that one out. But uh, there's that. Um, There's... M-Lock, that's a popular one on some of the more tactical-looking, like the uh, Armada, the Benjamin Armada. It's got a lot of different options. Even the Raws come with an M-Lock under rail. Yep, yep, that's right. Yeah, you're you're the Raw guy, so. (laughs) Um, And then you've got Key Mod. That's the other one, yep. Yep. Now, what's that one? Because that's an odd one. So that was the one that lost the race against Magpul with the M-Lock. What that does, it's literally a keyway slot or two keyway slots. that You'd slide them in and slide it over. Um, I mean, keyway slot is actually the best way to describe it. It's a really fast and simple one to use. There's more machining. There's more work involved. But the company that came out with Keymod, which I'll be honest, I don't even know the name of it because Magpul did such a great job marketing. They won the war. M-Lock is what there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know your opinion, Amlock. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're, this is an, this is actually this is a show about opinions. But um, my opinion on Amlock, it's popular. It's great. There's a lot of stuff out there. I have a hell of a time using it effectively, and really do prefer key mod. But trying to find good key mod parts for like an AR-15 or even an air rifle is difficult. Mm-hmm. I do agree. I do agree. So, out of all those mounting platforms we just talked about, 
M-Lock, Key Mod, Picatinny, 11mm Dovetail, Anschwitz T-Rail. What's the best one? The one you like. <laughs> that's going to be my opinion on that. That That's like getting dressed up and finding the right pair of shoes. They all work. It's just what works for the application that you're using said tool, a.k.a. air gun, for. Or what your air gun come with. Or like, what your air gun comes with, yes. Like in the case of the RAW, you get M-Lock. In Correct. the case of FX, you can get those extended rails, so you can get the Picatinny or you can get the um, Arca. Arca. Yeah. So you have a bit of a more of a choice. But that has to do with you know what it comes with and then what, what's available aftermarket. Or what's available with your 3D printer. That's another, you know, aftermarket thought that you can, that we're starting to see more and more of. Um, so, the, so the other things that are out there as far as platforms. So did you see the new shooting chair? You, you, you're, you were thinking what I was thinking. Well, I know we've talked about it, just, you know, trying to see if we can get one to try. Because it does look really interesting. Low profile, lightweight, easy to carry. Has like what, eighty degrees of adjustment uh-huh. for shootability up and down. It is a it is a very fancy. It's a monopod with a chair. <laughs> well, it but is you what it is. well, and your body acts as the counterbalance weight, mm-hmm. so it adds additional stability. It's actually a it's actually a tripod because hmm. there's three points of contact to the ground, and you know you can lean way back and have all types of different angles or. Or be quite level and be able to shoot down. It's actually really cool. And I think I have one on order. I just need to uh, pick it up. Uh, yeah. They What do they call that thing? Uh, what is it? The, the FX shooting chair or something. I think that's done by FX. I'll be honest. I don't know. You said you wanted it. And I was like, oh, I'll let you get it this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're available. They're out there now. I think they're like 200 bucks or something. And they, you quite comfortable because i have sat in one that's less than i spent on my accutac yeah yeah and it's this supports everything <laughs> oh well no wait a minute okay hold on um the other shooting platforms you 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 call it the uh the, the what is it the... my starship enterprise yeah your starship enterprise so i have an old rcbs ras shooting bench which is basically a very heavy mobile bench rest setup which it's when you get it all set up it looks like the starship enterprise you've got four points of contact your body's the counterbalancing weight it has a monopod front and back locks the rifle in i mean it's it's amazing you it has micro adjustments and screw adjustments for micro and macro adjustments it's fantastic great for setting in a gun not great for shooting prairie dogs but not great for doing fast changes or moving it quickly like this is one I'd probably love to get set up in the bed of a truck and let somebody mm-hmm. drive me around. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd agree. It's a project to put together. Um, then you have the benchtop platforms that like to take out the whole human element. So you got like the one shot. You got uh, what's God? There's so many. Well, there's the old Rock Eagle micro adjustment where yeah. you basically clamped the fore end of your rifle in. You rested the rear of your rifle, or even I think the the old Rock Eagles were actually a one piece, where you'd have your butt rest or your butt plate resting in it, and yeah, it's micro adjustment. Like it locks your gun in solid, so if you've got a gun that responds well to being held tightly, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
It's also great for zeroing your rifle. Because that way you know the gun's accurate, and if you miss, it's you. So that's that's also good. All right, so then, the, then the last but not least are the different styles of shooting bags slash shooting foam, foam rests. So let's start with the foam, because that's... So I'll be honest, I've never used the foam. I've seen it. I've talked to people that have used it. They usually like it because it's lightweight. You can press into it. You don't have to worry about scratching your gun. Like I've talked to one guy. They actually wrapped his bottle. He had a... What the, I think it was a uh, Wildcat with a long aluminum tube. I, mm-hmm. I said about it, I apologize. Long aluminum tube, and he put the foam around it. That way he wouldn't have to ever worry about scratching his aluminum tube. Oh. And he could just rest it on anything. So I've never tried it. If I'm actually going out to uh, shoot or I'm carrying something, I may use the old-fashioned military style. Walnut media and an old military sock doubled <laughs> up. That's what I carry with me. Don't let it get wet, but that's what I carry with me if I'm walking and shooting. Yeah. Now I've got to shoot on it's like an X. I think got different depths and widths for different guns and and whatnot. It's, uh, they're like they're like twenty bucks. So if that's all you got, works out pretty well. Um, and then you got your your genuine shooting bags, different sizes, filled with either lead shot, walnut media, whatever you want. You know, the stuffing from the couch cushion <laughs> depends on what you want to have in there. Sand I've seen. Um, made of canvas or lead yep. or uh, leather, pardon me. I've seen rice. That's an interesting oh, okay. one too. Uh, that way if you get your cell phone wet, stick it right up in there. You can dry your cell phone. Um, we can tell who spends more time actually walking out in the field next to ponds. Well, it's slippery. So you gotta be careful. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't turn too fast when it's wet. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I have a set. They're fun. It's good for teaching. Um, it's generally for the heavier guns. But uh, if you don't have that rear monopod that we talked about, that's where you'd want a rear bag. Even if you got a bipod, you could use that rear bag there too. Now, what was that shooting rest that we were uh, messing with when we had the Walther Rain for a little bit that you have? Oh, God. I... That's almost like a gun vice. That... That has two Ys on it. It's very archaic. And just the front moves up and down. But the issue I had with that, is like especially shooting the impact, is you had to stick the rear Y between the regulator gauge and the back of the stock. So, And then it, if you went too low, then the grip would hit. So it's like you, you had to be up so high, and then you had to lift it up so that you would angle it down. I can't think of what that is, but it's just that it's like an arm. It looks like a crane. So it's got a little micro adjustment underneath to go up and down. You got your raw uh, mega adjustments for slots for a little bolt that goes in and a little triangular handled bolt for your initial up and down. Um, But I ended up getting, I think it's a one shot. So the main beam goes off to the left. You got your micro adjustment. And it totally takes the human element out for when I'm zeroing or doing long distance stuff. Uh, I like it primarily for zeroing because it takes the human element out and it fits everything. So, yeah. Okay. So I know I do most of my shooting off of bipods and um, 
I actually, I probably do 90% of my shooting off of bipods off of wooden tables. Wouldn't quite call it bench shooting because the wooden table has to be my dining room table. But I have a AccuTac, a Magpul, and a UTG TNBR, TBNR. I don't remember the exact acronym. And each one has a different purpose. Like, I'll be honest, like the UTG I was not a fan of until I really figured out what it was good with. And that's shooting in like strange positions off of windowsills, um, off of branches, just needing an extra support, something to push against to lock it in. So once I figured out how to use it properly, I've actually grown to really like it, and it's now living on my S510. So it, it's a good, again, it took me a little bit to figure it out. Now the AccuTac, that thing's rock solid. That sits there, it doesn't move. You tighten down the nuts and bolts on it. Or the, Actually, it's, mine has the quick-release levers. You get everything tightened down, and it's almost... A, it almost makes shooting easy. I just wish it wasn't so expensive. Yeah. Well, you know, you pay for quality. You know, it, it, there, there are so many different knockoffs out there that will work for a certain period of time, and then they just get loose. Yeah. And now you're all over the place. So, well, I don't know of any personally other shooting types of platforms. Um, that's bipods, tripods, monopods, chairs, and uh, bags. That's bags. all I'm aware of. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, we want to thank you guys for listening, taking some time out of your day to hear us Go over the different options that we use and have experienced. And like always, stay geeky. Thank you again for taking some time out of your day to listen to the Airgun Geeks podcast. If you have any topics you would like to hear on our podcast, feel free to email us at airgungeeks at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group, also titled Airgun Geeks. And we are also going to have a YouTube channel titled Airgun Geeks. And possibly in the future, there might be some videos on there. If you like what you've heard and would like to help support Airgun Geeks, please check out our Patreon page. Or you can also just donate to our PayPal links. Just go to the links that we have in the description to help us out. Last but not least, if you like what you heard, give us five stars. We, we would really appreciate that. Till we meet again, shoot straight and stay geeky.